Yes, yes, yes. Welcome to the Footy with Chelsea fan corner. The Chelsea guys are in the building. This is episode three of the Chelsea fan corner on Footy with Podcast. On the last episode, it was only TJ that was available. And now, today, full house. We have Amadio in the building. Amadio, what's up? Say hello to your fans. Hey, guys. <laughs> and also, calling in from somewhere in Lagos, TJ, what's up? How you doing? I'm good, dude. How you doing, Malka? Good, good. And also, Chimamaka, how you doing? Yeah, bro, it's good to be back again. It's been a while, but sorry we are talking in darkness and our voice is the light that you're going to be listening to. But uh, <laughs> It's good to be here again, guys. The way you guys are sounding like as if Chelsea lost. So what should Manchester United fans do? <laughs> no, no, we shouldn't be compared to those guys now. I know, I shouldn't. Anyways, I'm not looking for any trouble. My own is just to come and anchor to this. You started the trouble. <laughs> mine you is just look, the trouble. Don't worry. Mine, mine is just to look for to to anchor this. Our talking point: Everton against Crystal Palace. Everton yesterday at home, first game of the season. Didn't have a striker, but had a god that played the false nine position. But Chelsea was able to deal deal with them, and um, I will share the stats of the game yesterday. Percentage position is 62.72, that of Everton 37.3. Shots on target, Chelsea had six. Shots, total shots 15 to 8. Chelsea had Chelsea came tops there. And also touches. Everton had 533. Chelsea had 778. For passes, Everton had 335. Chelsea had 566. Tackles 24 to Everton, 19 to Chelsea. And also clearances 27 16, corners 16 to 4, offside 2 to Chelsea, 0 to Everton, yellow cards 3 to Everton, 2 to Chelsea, fouls considered 14 to Everton, 11 to Chelsea. So it was total domination actually. But the domination or the dominance, sorry, didn't go in the goal scored. Also, we were able to score from Jorginho in the penalty, and it was a penalty, penalty that Jorginho scored late towards in the first half but let me just leave it open to you guys i'm gonna go first what's your reaction of yesterday's game okay yesterday's games to me i know it because i'm like this is and the reason why i tell people that from this touch the match now we think that i'll i'll try to clear up which i which i disagree so that's another reason why I, I told that don't listen to that. So yesterday, if Thiago somebody played that match yesterday, four one, I think it's clean cut chances that scored. It's because Thiago Silva was there. If you don't get, if you don't get, I I'll try to nine. We are going to like I know we're going to see. we may concede little amount, but we struggle. I'm, I'm not impressed. I'm not. I'm hoping to and I, I'm, I'm I was impressed with Pulera. 
Kulib- Amadjoy is always, cr- always cr- critical of Chelsea. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I ex- expect more now. Yes, it was was mediocre performance. You just, it's just I remember when I used to watch Mayu on that one. All those backward passes, seeing defenders passing to defender. Defender, they, they, there was no, there was no tricking attack. There was no of the ball was moving. No, I don't know if it's only me, but that's just. I didn't enjoy this match. We got the three points, but I wasn't impressed. Like, yeah. man, it was frustrating. I wouldn't lie. Like, honestly, it was really frustrating. But then, just looking at the only positive, I was just like, I was just having like where the guys, the new signings, like Kulibali, he, he really, really performed. Um, Sterling also, his runs, his breaking, like, he really, really did perform. But then again, having our old guys, man. Yeah, I know um, Chiwe was recovering, but then again, like, the performance was so, so, so lackstro. Um, Kukarela coming in also, yeah, even though, it was, even though if it was, like, within a short period, but then again, I still saw him perform well. There were some guys that were looking to start and, like, I was shocked that, why was Kova on the bench? Like, what was going on? I didn't bring him in. Then you have the likes of um, Galaga also, boys that are hungry. Then again, you still didn't bring him in early. You would then like I was just like no now this is this isn't how it's meant to be. We were meant to like see that game with more goals. Even that one we, we just let me just say we were scrapping for a win. Like no now. I really didn't expect that. That was not the team that was in me. Our first game basically. Well, I have I have too many things to say. I will be very critical about the whole thing, but at the same time, I would also want to buttress more on um, the team we are playing against. First of all, is um, it's uh, an Everton team that has not lost against. Oh, sorry, Chelsea has not beaten them since 2017. It's a long time, and let's not forget, we just broke 30 um, so, Everton. Sorry, let me just, yeah. let me just yeah. sorry that I'm cutting you. Just hold that thought. I'm a Joe. It seems you're using a Bluetooth earpiece and I think your connection because at the first time when you were talking, Chimamaka and TJ couldn't hear you. You were kind of like mm. coming in and out. I don't know. Can you get a... Can I get... Um, yeah, more like an earphone that can allow you probably... A, a, an earphone with a cord rather than you using the Bluetooth... Because there's always an issue with Bluetooth connection. It, it, it breaks. Oh, when you is talk. it better now? Yeah, hopefully. Maybe when you talk, we'll get to know. But let Chimamaka continue from where he okay. stopped. Or where I patched Okay, it, no problem. Alright. So, I'll be, I'm like, I would like to be critical about both teams, actually. We are, we are talking about an Everton team that Chelsea has not beaten. In, since 2017 in their home and we're also talking about an Everton team that uh, that have always been a problem to Chelsea when we are in their home so you wouldn't you, you, you wouldn't rule that out let's not forget that Lampard got to the three points against Chelsea at the end of last season when we are expecting Everton to get relegated it only tells you something 
that place is a very difficult place to go to first. Then on Chelsea's side, yeah, I'll be critical about the team. We, are, we, we lack some certain kind of players that if infused into or if bought and, and infused into that team would, would, would create what we want to be seeing. Now, what that Chelsea team lacks, and it was, it, it was still my same complaint as at last season, we lack that creativity in the midfield. It has been a problem in the past year. It has been a problem in the past two years. Now it's the same thing exactly. we are suffering. We thank God for the, is we, we we thank God for for the influence of 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 a Ryan Sterling that we just got. If we have two of Ryan Sterling in the middle of the park, I believe getting goals wouldn't be as difficult as we find it to be now. Now, if you have this kind of creative, um, forward-thinking midfielders, it makes the job easy. We saw what happened yesterday. The only creativity we had in the in the whole game was whenever the ball was at the feet of Prime Sterling. There was no other person playing a creative um, kind of football. We played the normal English pattern. You take the ball, direct it to the goal mouth. You lose the ball. You attack it, and you, so there was no creativity whatsoever from any player. Mason Mount should also take the boots for that. Yesterday he played. Actually, he was missing in the game. That, that is why you cannot connect to a Kai Havertz up front. That is why you cannot connect to a Kai Havertz up front, except we have complete set of creative thinking midfielders. Yesterday, I wouldn't condemn um, our midfield. I wouldn't condemn our midfield. Kante was wonderful. Giorgio was close to perfect. But we need, we need, we need creativity going forward especially on the right side of attack. On the left, we have a Ryan Sterling who can do well. On the right side, we don't have anybody there. And that is going to be our own we game for the rest of now. the season. Except... Just except out, well, I, I, I don't know. I have too much to say, actually. But going forward, I believe we need another creative midfielder that would, that would add little bite to the attack. We have, we have very sharp um, um, attackers. Quite all right. But they cannot do the job alone, you except know, they have know, the, the, they the have quality the from the midfield. I I still don't you see know, the formation as the problem. And, sincerely, in my own opinion, keeps on saying back for back for the, let's play back for. But now we have everything. We saw this back for performance in the preseason, and it really didn't favor us basically. Well, if you if, you, if you're talking about the back, back four. I'm saying like, if we're playing a back three, what, yeah. what do you, when you mean creative midfielder, you mean like someone to replace either Jorginho or Kante, or you're talking on like the right wing? Now, now, we what 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 we play going forward with three at the back, we only have the, the three in front. Let, let's not forget we are playing five players in the midfield. Five players yeah. in the midfield. Who are the five players? You have two. Two, that is two wing backs. That is both right and left. You have two number six no, in the place of um, Giorgio and Kante. Now, Kante is the only player out of the both number six who has who has the the um, the the license to dart forward and come back easily. Now, the fifth man in the midfield should stand as at least a creative influence. That would give the front two um, um, swift movements and 
and and so many ideas up front. Now we had a so we had we had at, at the beginning of the attack. Hold on, I'm coming. At, at the beginning of at the beginning of the game, we played three up front with Sterling, Havertz, and Mason Mount. If you remember, but in that formation, yes. we should be having two attackers. I don't know if you understand. The last man, the, the person who's going I to stand as a number eight behind. Yes, you understand. The the, the, the man who is going to okay, be there is supposed you. to have a, a good a good connection between his number six himself and attack. So he is he is the missing link. He's the missing piece between our defensive midfield and our strike force. I don't know if you understand. So that's what we lack now. If you are going to talk about using a four four two formation, it only tells you that we are we are going to have two center backs and two two um, two wing backs, not wing backs in this in this in this regard, but two full backs in this regard. Then using a four, that is I'm trying to use a four four two. Still using a four four two, you still need irrespective. You need a creative man going forward. Even if you are going to apply your 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 game on the wing, you need a creative midfielder. Now, if you are going to play a four four two, I see a rhyme Sterling doing that job as being the creative force up, up there. That is if we are using a four four two. But we realize that Sterling's strength is playing his trade on the left side of attack. So now, since our comfort is on playing three behind, you should get to understand that playing three behind gives us room to have or gives us um, room to have. Two creative midfielders up front. The problem with three behind and the um, Thomas Tuchel formation only tells us that he uses three centre-backs and two defensive midfielders. Irrespective of how they move going forward and come back. It is two, two defensive midfielders are two defensive midfielders, not attacking midfielders. That is our undoing. Which tells us that the only problem we should, we should try to sort out now is since we are... We are Playing three at the back, we should have a creative midfielder in front, which is going to be the connection so what you are saying is the defensive midfielder and the attacker. That one of Kante or Jorginho now. No, you can you can instead keep keep a missing mount. In my opinion, if you have a creative midfielder, sincerely, I'll be very frank with you. It's it's either it's either you you keep a missing mount because missing mount actually plays direct football. I'm judging from what we played yesterday, though. I'm not judging from several um, okay. games. I'm judging from what we played yesterday and in preseason too as well. If you are going to play with this kind of formation, you must have creativity. And that is what the team is lacking. What we played all last season, we are direct football. Now, I see the reason why Chelsea went all out for the Rafinha. It only tells me that, yes, this is the idea this man is bringing in. He went out for a Sterling, he got the Sterling. He went out for a Rafinha. Who... Who can who can play one v one conveniently? I don't know if you are understanding where where I'm coming from. One versus one, they are very from. very good. So if if we get if we get another one versus one kind of attacker, I believe is going to help our our attacking. So I, I think that is just the mystery. So who do you feel like? What forward. do you feel is the solution for this now, or who do you think we have that supplements what you are talking no, about? No, if it's if it's what we have presently, we don't have that. Sincerely, if it's what we have, if we are going to work with what we have. We I don't have that anyone, now. Do you think there's anywhere in the market that can get someone like that? Which I doubt. But it's not. It's not willing to come out. There is someone I've watched so well in the market, but I don't think he will be. He will be willing to come at this time, except there's somebody else. And the person I'm talking about is Rafael Leal of AC Milan. 
the Portuguese Milan. 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 Yes. That was so. He's not. He's, he's do that and do a very wonderful job at, at that. But we cannot say we are going to buy him now because he's not wanting to leave AC Milan. So we should look for somebody in that frame, in that mood, who is first is physical, who can dribble conveniently, and he has eye for goal. He makes the attack too. So That's are you trying opinion, to say bro. right now what, in what? our squad we don't have anyone that can fill those shoes basically? Yes. There is nobody. That's my problem. I can. <laughs> nobody. Exactly. He can't can be dropped into that position. No, but seriously, he can be dropped into that position. Honestly speaking, and he's going to flourish. He I does. He does everything perfect apart from shooting. Like he's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you have a point. You have a point. Another thing again, point. I feel Gallagher can be molded into that also. Now, yes, that is Gallagher that's is that something. There are even players I, I would I would I would actually want them to take that role. But knowing the fact that Thomas Tuchel and the, the starting player I, I'm I'm going to be picking for that position is not ready for that. That is the frame of um Matteo Kovacic. Matteo Kovacic is a player that connects the defense to the attack conveniently. I don't know if you understand. And if, if that guy can be molded to becoming an active number eight or in the position he will play conveniently in number 10, that will help the attack because you know, he's you know the person who I feel is creative there. Koba doesn't you know shoot all that much, also. That's final pass. Thing. He doesn't shoot all that much. Yeah. He does exactly. Now, he's not the kind of attacker that has his eye on goal. That is the only that's the only problem exactly. I see with Kovacic. If he has if he has his eye for goal, wow. If that guy adds that eye for goal to the kind of football he plays, I'll guarantee you that guy will at least he'll be perfect. for he'll be he'll be he'll be perfect. I don't know if you understand, he'll be perfect. But now we don't have that. And it's looking like it's looking like Kovacic is there to replace a Giorgio one way or the other. And the, the, the Galaga that we are even tipping to also try to take that that position is also being kept as an understudy for Jorginho or Kante. So that is where we are missing this. Galaga played a different position for Crystal Palace last season. He played he played directly behind their two attackers, which gave him room to score the amount of goals he scored last season. So if he's if he's if he's if he's molded into such kind of frame, I believe he can do it. It's not necessarily he must have the play. We know what Frank Lampard did in Chelsea. Frank Lampard was always behind the striker. That was why that's why he was able to do over two hundred goals for Chelsea. The only advantage he had is because he had his eye for goal. Flair, he didn't have the flair. He's a direct British kind of a, a British build of a midfielder, but his eye was there for the. Goal into such kind of player who Lampard is. Oh my God. Oh so my God. Because uh, you guys have been giving the two cold tactics. And I know it's not easy to be the manager really, but still on this Everton Chelsea rea- well, reviewing, just reacting to the game. Are, are you guys are you guys um, confident enough in what Chelsea have at the moment? 
Okay, we're still going to talk about predictions for next Chelsea's next game, which is against Tottenham on Sunday at the, at the bridge. But looking at everything that oh. happened here, are you confident as a Chelsea yeah, fan that this season is going to be a good season for Chelsea? Let me start with Amadou. Okay, me personally, I'm a very, very positive person. I will never, I will never, I will never go to the negative side because I always believe whatever is is your reality. But let's talk, let's talk. Let me be a pessimist on for now. Against Tottenham, I always feel I'm always going to be Tottenham. Any match we enter to play Tottenham, regardless of the form Tottenham is on, I always feel I'm going to win. But entering into this season, I wasn't, I wasn't the most confident. Other the other season I was as less confident as this was our 2015 season. The season after we won the Premier League. I'm getting glimpses of that season, but hopefully we will not it won't be that bad. But I'm not really confident, but I'm optimistic. I'm hoping for the best. Because Dramedia is still on it. I'm still getting some signings before this month is over. So Basically, our priorities are in the defense from the look of things. They are not looking that's another problem. Why are we prioritizing this defense too much? I really don't understand. We need attackers, we need attackers. Our problem is to score goals. That's the problem. I want to struggle to score goals this season. I don't want anybody, they are not seeing it. I don't want that to me. That I feel that's the biggest TJ over TJ over to you because I know you wanted to react to what Amadou was saying. Okay, uh, what was it about um, us facing Tottenham? No, no, like, based on the question that I asked, that looking at yesterday's performance against Everton, are you confident as a Chelsea fan that this season is going to be a good season for Chelsea as compared to last season? I, I believe so. I just believe that um, that magic is going to kick in. That spark is definitely going to set in. Once... The boys, like I said um, in our last session, we have a lot of guys that are very, very hungry. Like, they are extremely hungry. Everybody wants that shit. Everybody wants to be the first name on the in the starting lineup. So, if you are slacking up, honestly speaking, they're going to be benched. I really need somebody in that forward to compete with the likes of Harvard, the likes of Mount. So, then, everybody's up on their game. Because once you are slacking off, you know straight up, the bench is for you. So if everybody's on their toes, the performance is going to be massive. It's going to be, it's going to be amazing. It's going to be large. So I see us going far. I see us succeeding. I see, I actually see trophies. If I'm being honest, in my own perspective, though, I see trophies. So it's just, it's just the first match. But yes, we we did, like I said, we didn't do as expected. But then I know it's something that is going to pick up, most certainly. I just Chimu need to prioritize some key signings, basically. That's it. Chimamata. In my opinion, in my opinion, we will still end up where we ended up last season. Reason being that there is, a, there is, there is something about the Chelsea blood. We know how to grind out results. We know how to grind out performances. But if we are going to be factual with each other, there are some things that we are lacking that we need to get fast now. And that's that is in our attack. Last season we scored 77 goals. 
and that 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 in my opinion was actually bad because we we quit so many chances and lost too many chances as well so it's part is part of all the things we're talking about and what what i expect from Chelsea football club is um since the transfer window is still is still just so open we should go all out for an attacker i think our defense is is perfect i think our defense is good probably we just need to add one more person at defense but that attack is is totally needed we need see, look at the attacker one or two guys in the attack exactly see, we, are, see, we have we have as it is as it is presently oh god as it is as it is we are we are losing we are losing timo vena one we would likely lose um callum hudson odoi and we're also going to be yes. losing um Hakim Ziyech AC Milan very soon. That's three of our attacking players. So I don't know what what um Thomas Tuchel is thinking. I don't know what the board the board well, um ex- the board exactly. I wanted, to, I wanted to point I wanted to point we, to that we, to that because I know as a football fan seeing strikers like team seeing a striker like Wena, seeing Austin Odoi and this other player you mentioned they are good enough to add quality to any team so does this is this a function of the manager in tt not actualizing the resources that he have no, at the moment Timo, Timo, is not no. Timo, most of them most of, see the premier league has own um what would i call his own spirit shenanigans it's not, yep. yeah it's not easy for every striker to come in there and pick there was this um striker from deportivo so he was so hot in la liga he came to arsenal and he flopped so it's something usually though like it happens i don't think that guy is a footballer we have a man though honestly speaking even when broja came in i was looking at broja being the center man but he had yeah. to drop flank. Like these are oh god, we just need to capitalize on this. That's what is paining me. Like I wish I could just sit there and say, bros, capitalize on I this. I know they should give bro a more time, Susha. I want let let Avat know that this shit is not certain for him. You don't pick up because I like what I like what I saw from bro yesterday. Honestly speaking, same here. Irrespective of how little the means were, I saw something. And although he hasn't even he didn't train much with them, he wasn't with them during the preseason. But then. You could see the guy was actually sharp in his own way. Yes. Give him more chances. He's going to deliver. Havertz, Havertz, I don't. He thinks he thinks the world revolves around his face. That's exactly. my problem with Havertz. He does. He does everything. He's technically gifted. Though. He does everything perfectly well. But like, football is faster than that. Nobody's going to wait for you to react. It's, 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 it's like, see the chance that he missed first. That they they literally sold us that ball. I can't remember if he, who remembers that chance. That they gave us the ball, then he was just moving, moving, moving. Before he saw the red credits, I'm like, guys, shoot this ball fast. Nobody's going to wait for you. It's frustrating at times. Uh, I wasn't. Uh, oh, okay, so because of, time, because of time, because of time, because I'm a Joe Sims not to be happy, but you know, you should be happy because there are some teams that in the Premier League yesterday, this game we won, that zero points is what they have on the board right now. Even they played in front of their fans. They played in front of their fans, and 
you know, zero points. Manchester United. Well, I just say Man United. Why are you trying to do like, Manchester United? Aston Villa lost against the newly well, promoted I, I side. I have too many things to say. Do mm-hmm. you understand? So Aston Villa lost against. It's not. Villa. It's not. It's not new. It's. It's not new. It's not new in the Premier League. In the Premier League, you have offsets, you have upsets, you have exactly. you have good days, you have bad days. So that's how it is. Now, is the Chelsea thing you are talking about now? This period, if Manchester United likes, they should go no, to no, the next game and go I'm and just trying to, I'm just trying to give instances that there is light at the end of the tunnel because game week one. No, Chelsea, we, see, we can't. We can't Chelsea have. We have. See, my job here is just to anchor this episode. I'm not arguing yeah, and I'm not... My, my, my issue is not coming. Like, we can't be complaining now. Forget... It, it was Manchester. not only Manchester United. You, someone mentioned Manchester United. Not me. So, I, I called Aston Villa. Aston Villa lost the newly promoted side. You could see Liverpool. Liverpool, they had to they had to scrap for that draw yesterday. Mitro and look at... Wow. Yeah, I know. They played beautiful football, but see, it ended up having one point on the board and the goal that's used in equalizing yesterday you could see it was a mix-up from the full-arm defenders or the full-arm players so having three points yeah, on the board is, is something so let's just move straight because of time prediction now i would like to address this this way because most chelsea fans i think they revel or they love antonio conte because possibly was because he was a former manager and a lot of most Chelsea fans that I've met have really talked and big up what Anthony Conte is doing. And most have even predicted that possibly they could contend for the title this season. So here it is. Perfect. It's written in the stars. Chelsea play Tottenham at Stamford Bridge on Sunday. So I'm going to do your prediction and what you expect from that match. That my prediction for the game or what you expect from the match? What you expect and also your prediction. Okay, from what I from what I know, I feel from that game, Chelsea are going to dominate position. I do. I feel Conte. I feel Conte wants to play us on the counter. Yeah, but from that match, I feel us to be. I feel our defense will be more stable. But I predict a two-one scoreline, Chelsea in the favor of Chelsea to win. Two-one. Yes. TJ. Two-one scoreline. Me, I'm predicting a two new score line in favor of Chelsea. Being my back is still the same solid back I saw perform against Everton. Certainly, a two zero for um score line. I see us taking total control of the game. Honestly speaking, I really don't want see them. Okay. Control. I wouldn't give a score line. It's going to be a very very tough one. We don't have Alonso to score for us against against Spurs, and. We don't have attackers to score against Spurs. We just have defenders to defend against Spurs. So it's going to be a tough one. I don't know the score line, but I'm going to give it to Chelsea because they know how to grind results out against Spurs. It's going to be a very difficult one, sincerely. It's going to be a very difficult one. So I, I give a victory to Chelsea. Hey, he's pinned this. I see Sterling scoring his debut goal for Chelsea. Like his first Chelsea goal, I think it's it. That would be lovely in front of the home, in front of the home fans. Yeah, it's certain. I see it like certainly. It's sure. Well, you know, I would, I would, I would really love that. Everybody you know, with the carry game, yeah. Place everything. You guys know, you guys know where I pitch my tent. 
during this, you know where I pitch my tent. I really love the blue side in London. To, beat to defeat that white side in London, I, I would really love it. But, you know, I can't say more than that. So, <laughs> let me don't go into analysis here. But as a round off, last words on today's episode, starting from Mama Joe. What do you expect Chelsea transfer window? It's closing September 1st. What players are you looking at Chelsea should get? And um, your hopes for the remaining days in the transfer window. Okay, I would like I would like us to sign on to sign at least one more attacker. And I'm not in favor of breaking the world transfer record for what's his name? That lesser defender. What's his name? For Fana. Oh. What's his name? For fun. For fun. I am hundred percent against it. Hundred percent. Because Chelsea seems record transfers for most every position. Like, uh, then wing, uh, we have the highest keeper. <laughs> we have the highest wing back. Two of the highest wing backs. The highest striker in England. That's like four positions already now. What is that? Nah, nah. I just you signing that boy for eighty million. You are putting unnecessary pressure on him. Honestly, pressure to perform. Like I don't feel, I don't feel, I don't feel that should be it. I don't feel that's the solution because I don't feel, I don't feel defense is the problem. I feel we have the problem is to score goals. So go and sign an attacker. If you can sign, I, I, I don't know who is on the same page with me, but I wanted, I want Memphis. That's who me I want personally. Yes, I saw the I want pay the coming in, but then again, I want the pay. That's the kind of striker that I need. He links up play perfectly. He can finish. He's skillful. And, I don't I'm know even hearing rumors around that's them looking at Oba. Like, I see rumors about them looking at Oba coming to Chelsea. TJ, yeah, you can just take it up from there. What, what, what are you looking at? Players coming in honestly speaking, if, if we can steal the junk, honestly speaking, that's one player I actually want. I wouldn't like. I just need a creative midfielder, someone that can throw those passes for me, that can connect those passes to the likes of Sterling. Whoever is going to play the right hand side, I don't care. But they, I just need someone that they can connect those passes to them and let them finish off. Like looking at Ericsson today, now you could see the passes he was giving and how it was connecting and all. So that's what we actually do need. Mm, great. Chimamaka, just to round off with you. Is Chimamaka still there? I think we lost Chimamaka. But anyways, you know, that's let's that will be for today's episode. It's nice doing this with you guys. Oh no 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 I'm still talking. <laughs> oh probably you I'm were muted. Talking. Okay, okay, okay. No, so what's <laughs> no we couldn't hear you? <laughs> yeah. Since since we are losing three attackers, at least we should have to bring in two attackers. If we are gonna be losing Cho, that is Kalomotsonodoy, losing Timo Vena, which is going to happen in less than 72 hours from now, and losing um, Hakim Ziyech, then it is ideal to bring in two attacking players, or two attack-minded players. The idea of bringing Fofana for £85 million pounds is a big no for me. We should go to Brazilian League to go and look for a defender that will cost us €20 million Euros and bring him, not spending £80 million on Fofana. No, I know the guy is solid. If I root for him a lot, but we are going to be spending 85 million on that guy. It's a big no for me. We are going to mount in unnecessary pressure on a 21-year-old player who is yet to achieve anything in football. 
So we are not ready for that. We don't want unnecessary pressure. Lakaka came and he felt it, and he has he has become he he has played in the shadow of of his, of, of, of himself. And we don't want to to we we don't want to we don't want to mount any other monetary pressure on, on any other person. Fofana is too young to be carrying his eighty five million pounds weight on his neck. So for that, I don't want. So we can get. We need one more defender. I know at least one more central defender. That's because of. Um, reason being because of Thiago Silva, he might not be getting 90 minutes as we expect. He's going to he's going to be 38 by next month, so we shouldn't expect him to play 90 ah. minutes week in week out. So we need another central defender, which is very important. Second, we need a right we need a right a, sorry we we need we need a striker or if not a striker, a goal a goal minded attacker who is going to be playing his straight from the middle. And we need one on the flanks, on the right side of attack. We lack that so much. That is why we cannot connect with playing ball from the right. We played all through from the left yesterday. That is against Everton. On the right, there was no work done from the right-hand side. So we need somebody who's going to apply that trade on that part of attack. So that is three players in total. Chelsea needs to go all out to get these three players. If they listen to our podcast, they should call me up. I'll give them players they should go for. I, I think I think I'll do that for free. <laughs> oh, Man, thank you guys. You guys have been the best showing up on today's. This is the Chelsea Fan Corner episode on Footy with Three. You can follow us on our social media platform. It's just at Footy with on Instagram and on Twitter. You can also listen to our podcast on any of the platforms: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Anchor. And our FPL currently for 2022 2023 is on. A lot of people, Jack say yesterday, people that captain Gabriel Jesus, they say. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh, thank you. Yeah, I, mean, I actually felt like crying. I had victory in my squad. I just did the late swap, dropping oh, him and bringing sorry. in Jesus. I felt hot seeing those sorry. two goals. <laughs> So yeah, again, I removed my captain band from Salah. I gave it down to Kane. Oh, now checking the score line again. God, I was so pissed. And I wish I could. Oh, I was so pissed. <laughs> A lot of people that beat <laughs> Haaland, man, their points would have risen up like crazy. But it is I what it is, around. you know. Yeah, we have close to 180 something managers that joined our FPO this season quite much than what we had last season because of the cash yeah it is going to be tough but like i said it's what it is competition is what makes the best or brings the best out of every one of us so managers start doing your and your your tactics right get your tactics right definitely you will be good but thank you very much guys it's nice doing this with you guys take care and have a blessed week yeah thanks 